Welcome to the Mind Body Business Podcast. Have you ever considered your superpower? If you had one gift to leave with humanity, what would that be? We believe that everyone possesses a superpower. This is your value proposition, your je ne sais quoi to help make a tangible difference in the world. Each week, our show explores these superpowers with tantalizing thought seeds germinating only from the power of collective thought. We invite you to join us for one hour each week and listen in as we dispense superpower knowledge from great people doing greater things. Well, 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 look who's joined me in the studio again. Yeah, hey, I, I live here, so. Oh. <laughs> look who it is in the flesh. Yeah, Lisa it's, Staff. It's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a bit humbled. You shouldn't be, because I'm going to get you to fix a few things before, <laughs> before you leave today. <laughs> Welcome to the Mind Body Business Podcast. I need you to be quiet while I do this intro, because there's a lot of words I have to get out. We are excited to join us today. We have a fantastic podcast that we are re-recording because our producer, Dallas, effed up the last one. And obviously, we're perfect, and we never make mistakes, so it certainly couldn't have been us. So we're going to do more quantity today so that we have better quality podcasts uh, drop the love mic that. Bam. Love that. all right but for real all truth being told because that's what i am a truthful guy and all joking aside truth we are gonna, we're going to talk a little bit about the conversation of quantity versus quality don't give anything away mm-hmm. before we get into that i would like to thank our sponsors for today's podcast sprout connectors a holistic and functional branding agency based in charlotte north carolina and offices in hilton head south carolina and they do content creation branding marketing they have two of the coolest ceos you'll ever meet oh and that's us oh yeah yeah we paid a lot for this ad <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Our one and only sponsor. All right, break us down. What have we been up to? Um, well, I hear you're going to be headed down even more south in the next week. Yes, but we're not going to put that out there just yet. Okay. But yeah, headed to Florida. Okay, we're doing nothing then. Okay. That's not true. We're going, yeah, we're going. You have to, a friend coming in today. I have a friend coming in today, my girlfriend. Not sure why I'm not married to her because we would be the perfect couple, but then you came along, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't see that. I got to be honest with you. I don't see that. <laughs> we could share each other's clothes, each other's shoes. It would be the perfect match. I've seen you in my outfits before. Okay. You look good. Anyways, I'm really excited about her coming in. I haven't seen her in the flesh. You're excited. In a long... I'm not going to be here. I'm getting no, kicked out. <laughs> you're getting kicked out because it's girls only. We're going we're gonna to eat. <laughs> we're going to drink. We're going to watch rom-com movies. I don't know what that means. Romantic comedy. Oh. The same ones that we always watch. Okay. We'll watch those over again. Okay. And eat a little bit more. Question. Mm-hmm. No boys love. Will I not hear from you for the next three days? Probably not. Perfect. Question. I'm going to have everything on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> Question. <laughs> like I usually do. <laughs> All right. What else have you been up to? You got a few things going on, don't you? Uh, yeah. So are you redir- redirecting all of your calls to me for the next three days? I usually do that, but yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Formally. Yes. Okay, cool. Who's managing human resources this week? I'll take care of that. Okay. You're not good with that. No. <laughs> All right, let's break into this podcast. Yeah, but you're doing things too. You're headed out to Atlanta this week. I'm a big back deal. Back and forth, back yeah, and forth. I'm a big deal. And then we're both out there next week. I'm a big deal. 
We're going to be in Atlanta. We are going to talk about that with uh, one of our favorite new clients, Riverbend. And we're going to be down there shooting some content with them. We're also going to be with Doreen Lineman, who is a, can we say this, badass CEO, yeah. boss babe? Am I yeah. allowed to say that? I don't think boss babe. It's not. Is that sort of passe? Yeah. yeah, because you wouldn't refer to a dude as being a dude babe because he's working. You call we're... me boss dude. Dude is the equivalent of babe, isn't it? Anyways. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to be with Doreen. She is... Um, she runs a couple of different companies, Riverbend being one of them, but she also runs Prepare to Roar, which is the uh, exotic destination transformational. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call them vacations. They're transformational, yeah. epic workshops, adventures. adventures that take place in exotic locations, Belize, Africa, and through the through the concept of being alone with yourself in an adventurous sort of outside of your box setting, pushing the limits, pushing the limits. I like that. She has a process, a workshop transformative process where she forces people to step outside of their comfort zones and into their true powers. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited to be a part of that. I like that. All right, let's jump into this. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about the outset before I do that. Let me ask you a hypothetical question. Oh, would you rather uh, have no, a lot? No, of, no. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Would you rather uh-huh. Have a lot of quantifiable things or one quality really good thing? I would say I would pick quality over kind of crappy things. Yeah. Okay. Quality. And I don't Always. necessarily disagree yeah. with that, but I'd like to present a little conundrum that I have been ruminating over for the last We've few weeks. We've both been like, this was not a trick question. We both, <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> but you have to ruin it. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. Tell You're me like that. that person that I stage in my uh, stand-up comedy show that tells the joke before I get the joke out. Yeah. Well, we kind of prepped this beforehand. Should but... you go back in the green room and start over? Yeah. Okay. Idiot. All right. Let's talk about I'm, a little conversation. I'm a straight man then. You're a straight man? In this comedy routine? What's that Okay, mean? go ahead. Never mind. I don't even know what that means. Okay, go ahead. We're losing momentum. Hit it. Hit <sighs> it. my prayer one more time. All right. <laughs> I would like to present something I've been ruminating on for a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. So everybody, all of our lives, we're taught about quality, get great, get good grades, be the best athlete on the team, be the best CEO, be the best boss, have the hire the best employees, hire, yada, yada, yada. We know how that works mm-hmm. out, hiring the best employees, mm-hmm. because the best employees grow beyond us and move on to something bigger and better yeah. than we are. And we all see the Range Rovers drive by and we're like, that's a quality vehicle. I want that vehicle as opposed to my 1970s Datsun. I would like to throw a wrench in that plan and that sort of philosophy that says that quality doesn't always support quantity. Mm -hmm. And we've got a discussion on this. Let's have a discussion about this. I think that quality and quantity are not necessarily conditional trade-offs. I think that personally, quantity in of itself, Mm -hmm. esoterically, philosophically, quantitatively, leads to quality absolutely practice makes perfect Mm -hmm. the more quantity you put into an exercise the more we podcast the better we get Mm -hmm. the more you photograph the better you get right you didn't just wake up one morning and be like hey i'm a great photographer right you may have been artistically inclined you may have had some passion around it but you sure as hell didn't just take the minute you started taking photographs your best photograph it took time it took energy it took consistency it took practice it took effort until eventually you sort of had a product that works best so you took all my speaking points all right we'll go. 
Is that what you're going to talk about? <gasps> Absolutely. I think we relate it to things that we do in our life. And it's it's a, a directional road to quality, isn't it? When you yeah. think of how many actuations you actually have on your camera, hundreds of thousands. Thousands. And, you know, when you start out, you're not charging what you can charge when you are creating something that's quality. But that road leads to that. That road leads to the opportunity to be creative, mm -hmm. to try new things, to be um to, to have experiences with other people and to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Words are so hard. Help me out here. Are you saying that repetition, practice, yes. consistency yes. is what leads to your quality? I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying. And at least inspiration, inspiration to create that quality. Absolutely. So just, just to sort of kind of reframe that a little bit, if you think about some of the greatest artists on the planet that have ever mm -hmm. graced this planet, Mozart, inventors, Tesla, Thomas Edison, Van Gogh, mm -hmm. Picasso, each of them in their own right had hundreds and if not thousands of trial and error creations, whether mm -hmm. it be masters of art, whether it be their art, whether it be their invention. I know Thomas Edison filed over a thousand patents. And what do you know him for? Maybe two. You know him mm -hmm. for electricity, you know him for the light bulb, Picasso. Van Gogh, mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of paintings that they have created and, and that you've never even seen before some of them, not some of them just crumpled up and thrown away. But it took all of that trial and error and all that repetitious and consistency and that practice to sort of get to what they finally created as their final masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And so what we're saying is that, is that by the very essence of being, of, of introducing quantity into your practice, whatever it is, your art, your craft, your trade, that's what ultimately leads to your quality. And you cannot have quality without quantity first. So once you reach that quality, that's not the plateau that you stay at either. You're always going to, you're going to get to that quality and then you're going to want to increase that quality too, right? Well, because there's no such thing as perfection. Yes, right. So your quality always has room for improvement, but the only thing that leads to that is the quantity that you put into it. Right. And it's like being, like being on an escalator. You either go up or you go down. So once you reach that quality, you're not like, okay, I'm good. Now I can just sit back, watch the money roll in because I've created this quality. You get rusty if you're not creating all the time. Absolutely. They're not trade-offs. No. You have to have quantity before you yeah. can have quality. Yeah. Unless, again, unless you're some supernatural being, which I don't, I mean, you are pretty amazing, but unless you're some supernatural being, you, you sort of had to put in effort to get mm -hmm. to that. And I feel like we're saying the same thing over and over again, but there's a couple of quotes that I really wanted to um, kind of get in there. Quantity is simply a probabilistic function of quality. And so if you think about that. Say it again. Quantity is a probabilistic function of quality. And what I mean by that is by continually doing something over and over and over, not only do you get better at what you're doing, but along the way, which I want to go into my next point, along the way of that process of creating your quantity, you're exposed to a plethora of other potentials that you hadn't, mightn't even considered, mm -hmm. right? right? So you set out to, we're, we're in the middle of trying to design a new, uh, a new program that we're building for our, mm -hmm. for our class. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we've stepped into that program in of itself, we've already encountered a bunch of new potential opportunities yeah. that we can expound yeah. upon. And so my, my, the probability of having that quality would never have existed had we not first stepped into start by starting yeah. with the quantity. Yeah. It's a reciprocal relationship, isn't it? Yeah. One feeds the other. Absolutely. Symbiotic reciprocal. Mm. Mm, I like that one. So here's a couple of takeaways. H how do you get quality? What, what would be some of your tips for getting quality? 
Don't be afraid to, to fail. Show up, mm-hmm. start by starting. Mm-hmm. Failure is not an option, but failure is an option because yeah. there's no such thing as failure. There's exactly. just, there's just different versions of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what can you learn from the failure? Mm-hmm. Correct. So my, my first piece would be, is just show up, start yeah. by starting. You say that all the time, yeah. start by starting. I would Get all, off your ass. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I would and say, stop using excuses. Well, like you know what? I, I, you know, I can't do it because I can't do it to this level. Well, no one can until they start practicing. My next piece would be commitment. Make some commitment to master your craft. Whatever that craft is, whether you're a writer, whether you're trying to create a book, whether you have a new app you're trying to design, whether you're a photographer, whether you're a content creator, whatever it is, whether you're a podcaster, you need to have a commitment to improving it on a regular basis. So our podcast, if you take a look at our studio now, not only have we changed studio multiple times, but we keep upgrading. We just get Mm -hmm. a little bit nicer. Our aesthetic gets a little bit better. Our sound gets a little bit better. Our audio and our video quality are synced up better. Everything we've done from the outset of this podcast, the probabilistic numbers have enabled us to increase the the output, the efficiency, and the quality of this podcast. Yeah, we're constantly adding to what's our workflow for it and improving on it. And sometimes we screw up still. Absolutely. So I would say the the output of it is committing to it and then having some focus around it and setting, mm-hmm. instead of saying, I want to have the best podcast ever, why don't you set smaller, more attainable goals that are more achievable, not so much so so big pie in the sky. So to say that we want to have, the, and I'm just using the podcast because we're podcasting, Instead of saying, by the end of this year, I want to have the highest ranked podcast on the planet. How about you say, by the end of this year, I'd like to have, I'd like to break double digits of my followers, my mm-hmm. consistent listeners on YouTube or my consistent listeners. Instead of having these mass, these massive goals that, you, that are just almost unachievable. And because they're so unachievable, well, they're not unachievable, but in a short amount of time, they're yeah. unachievable because your yeah. quantity hasn't given that probabilistic function to that quality yet. Instead of setting these massive goals, set these more attainable ones that you can accomplish. And here's what happens. You get these little ones knocked off your list. What happens? You build confidence. Mm -hmm. You learn more. Mm -hmm. Your quality keeps improving. And each one of those rungs on your ladder is going to keep getting you a little bit closer to the end game, which is in 10 years from now, you're going to look back and be like, man, I got 50,000 people who listen to my podcast, 50,000 downloads right now. Mm -hmm. I was listening to um, Joe Rogan early in his podcasting days, the dude is like the highest paid podcaster on the planet. And he's, he was doing a podcast a few months back about how when he first started podcasting, literally the only person who listened to was his mom and his friends. And even his friends didn't listen to regularly. And he's like, but I just kept doing it. I just kept going at it. I was just very purposeful about it. I just kept setting these goals. I kept trying to get bigger and better guests on. I just kept talking. I kept creating. I kept working at it. And then, you know, he's been doing it for 15 years, 15 years later. Now he's the highest paid podcaster on the planet. Mm-hmm. So you, you overcome that fear, don't you? The more that you do it, the more comfortable that you get. You get comfortable with being uncomfortable, yes, but you overcome that fear and it's easier to take that next step and it's easier to diverse yourself and try other things and improve mm-hmm. and not stick with the same thing. Okay, this is the only way we can do it and you, you improve that mm-hmm. way. When we, you and I first started podcasting, you, you sort of, I think you had some misgivings about it. You weren't really sure what we were what we were trying to set out to accomplish. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Now we've done, I believe this is our 50th episode, roughly 40, 50 episode. Mm-hmm. I have to get a count on that. But how do you feel about this today versus 40 episodes ago when we first began this process? Well, I think we've morphed it. And we've changed it to the things that we both feel comfortable with. And we've decided what we want to talk about and who we want to talk with. Mm-hmm. And that's made all the difference. And I don't think we had and any- who knew we could talk this much? Well, and you didn't have any expectations per se on this. I think that's another thing. I think a lot of people have, 
I think a lot of people have misgivings around or misunderstanding around focus and setting goals versus uh, are the same thing as expectations. And I don't think that they are expectations sort of are a projection of what you think it should look mm-hmm. like, want it. And, and, and what happens a lot of the times is we were just saying you get into that expectation and what happens along the way, how many times have we changed? How many times have we morphed mm-hmm. this, the, the mm-hmm. sort of function of the podcast yeah. in of itself? Yeah. So you don't want to be that rigid, right? You yeah. want to be open to the creative process. Mm-hmm. And I think from us doing this and, and with anything through that quantity, it diverses into so many other opportunities that we've had just from the podcast or just from us starting our other company and connecting with people and creating things and, and opening up all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that quantity comes with that. Yeah, by that metric alone, by the fact mm-hmm. that you're quantifiably continuing to create it sort of becomes like one of those runaway snowballs that just builds into an avalanche, right? You just kind of keep creating and that consistency is what ultimately leads to your quality. Well, I think as well for us, it it avoids us becoming stagnant and bored with what we do. It's not that we want to be workaholics and working all the time, but we want to be anxiously engaged in what we're doing. Give me an example. I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me an example of some point in your life. And you can even use the last five years where you in you were engaging in a practice whatever it might be where over time you just kept getting we, we used your photography as an example so you can't use that one give me an example of something that you've done over the last five years it just has consistently gotten better because you have quantifiably kept at it my instagram keep going okay well i didn't realize um for, for me it, it not just when i think of photography yes i'm more comfortable confident all of that more self-assured uh, more able to create on the spur of the moment, set my, do my setup and see and visualize things. Yes. But through doing that, streamlining my business, mm-hmm. becoming a better businesswoman, mm-hmm. being able to connect with people better, mm-hmm. like all those things that have, have morphed from just getting out on my own and doing my photography and doing the quantity. Mm-hmm. And I'm so much faster at things, so much faster. Well, let's expound upon that on that last point, if you will. So, so fragments of your brilliance have unexpectedly come from a process of you being consistent about mm-hmm. doing something. Mm-hmm. And in the process of creating Instagram, you improved not only how you write, you're a better writer now today, you are more open and transparent about the things that really matter to you. And so you've attracted a different type of audience, mm-hmm. which has led to multiple business, which mm-hmm. has led to people contacting mm-hmm. you on Instagram to do photography, et cetera. You've started a new brand because of this. Mm-hmm. There's an argument to be yeah. made that our Instagram business, I'm sorry, that our Instagram happenings mm-hmm three years ago yeah. have led to the business we run now. And the offerings that we're putting together to, sell, to, to promote education as well. So, so that just hammers that point home a little bit more. Yeah. And I don't want to belabor it. We're sort of kind of done what we need to do, but there are so many, and I said fragments of brilliance. There are so many yeah. fragments of brilliance that come into your life. If you just stick with the process, if you stay consistent, if you continue to show up, if you're adaptive, if you're, if you're flexible, and as you said earlier, not rigid around the process. I like how you said adaptive and flexible because you know, we, we do need to morph. We do need to try other things and we need to, we need to get out there and keep doing it because if we reach that level and then sit back on our laurels, other people are going to surpass us. We're not going to, we're going to be rusty when we go to do what we're wanting to do and and promote that quality. We're going to be stumbling around. We're not going to be as, as fluid as we need to be. We're not going to be in our flow. Yeah. I like that. The flow state. Mm -hmm. So my, my takeaway, my final takeaway for this conversation would be 
quality is important. You have to have a quality product, right? Mm -hmm. But to get the quality product, you have to put in the quantifiable efforts to get there. Mm -hmm. The practice, the research, the education, the continual learning, Mm -hmm. the connecting with people, the networking with people, all of those pieces that I just listed are quantifiable metrics that ultimately lead to your quality. And another thing, the final piece I would say is There's no such thing as perfection. You're never going to have the perfect Instagram feed, the perfect business, the perfect photography, whatever, whatever it is, you're never going to have the perfect. It's like a chef. We watch some of those chef shows, right? Mm -hmm. And and how many times do you hear these chefs? There's like one takeaway I take from every cooking show I've ever watched is my recipe sort of changes every time I make it. It's a general, it's a general version roughly of the same thing, Mm -hmm. but because I have so much inspiration when I'm cooking, because I get into the flow of what I'm doing. I might add a little bit of this. I might add a little extra of that. I might tweak with this. And one, I heard the best line the other day was that show we were watching in Ireland. What's that show called? The quirky guy who was in Ireland. Somebody feed Phil. <laughs> Somebody feed Phil. And, and he, he was talking about one of the things that he loves about what he does is he gets to meet with all these brilliant people that no one's ever heard of. And one of the things that he walks away with most of the time is that each of the individual chefs while they're all doing their own unique creations, they all sort of share, they all sort of share one common inspiration is that they're not afraid to quantifiably experiment with different resources mm-hmm. at their disposal, whether it be sea urchins from the ocean mixing with fruits and vegetables that are organically grown on a farm, whether it be utilizing whatever it is that the chef might be creating. And, and, he, and every single time there's something, they make a little tweak to it just to make it a little bit better. So my point- And that might not feed everybody's palate, right? our quality, we need to speak to those people that we know are our tribe as well. So that, that, you know, everybody has a different sense of taste, but you're, you're, you're getting that focus to the audience you need. I love that. So the point that I'm trying to make as we close out this, this podcast is that there's no such thing as perfection. And I would rather that you aim for an attainable metric, an attainable goal Mm -hmm. along that ultimate pathway that you're trying to see yourself as somewhere down the line, 10 years from now, 15 years down the road. And Each step of your process, each level that rung on the ladder, focus on attaining one at a time Mm -hmm. and just keep growing and evolving and moving. And before you know it, you're going to look back and be like, holy shit, like, just look at us right now. Mm -hmm. Five years ago. Doing yoga. We were great this morning. (laughs) But five years ago. (laughs) It's our practice. Our practice. Absolutely. There we go. Five years ago, if I were to come out of the blue from nowhere and say, hey, in five years from now, you're going to be on a podcast sitting in a sofa in Bluffton, South Carolina with me. And we're going to be standing mm-hmm. next to each other doing a podcast. You would you I'd say I would be so uncomfortable doing that. That's nothing I ever visualized myself doing. So, so yeah, exactly. Let alone next to me, you'd be like, who's this creeper? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Any last closing thoughts? No, I, I, I love this conversation. I really do. And I think that's been how we've become who we are, whether it's our friends, the people we hang around with, the business partners that we have all of that has come from us just practicing and getting out there not being afraid to fail not being afraid to fail is important and i and i would say detach from the idea that the the quality has to be perfect focus instead on the quantifiable efforts that you can do now to ultimately add to the perfection or the quality of the final outcome Yeah. And we, we consistently, whether it's a podcast, a photo shoot, a branding exercise with a client, 
we consistently after we've completed it said, okay, what did we like? What didn't we like? How can we improve it? We should be doing that with all facets of our life, whether it's business or personal. So are you saying that after we have encounters that we should sit down and have a conversation about each one and what you liked yeah. or didn't like about me? Yeah. I'll be like, I like how you open the door for me. Hmm. I like this. I like how you cut the grass for me it's yesterday. Gonna very, it's going to get very vulnerable. <laughs> a lot of affirmations. We're good about affirmations. It's called a shit sandwich. And in between there, I'm going to condemn you for something. It's like um, a conditional relationship. It's like domestic abuse. You yes. just keep me beaten, beaten yes. down, give me a few affirmations. Yes. And I feel like, oh, I'm beholden I'm to you like... again. <laughs> Batter me back down. Again. That's right. All right. Keep you on your leash. <laughs> if you have any insightful comments you'd like to share with us i'm taking you out of focus when i do that you have to, come, to, you have to together. come together synchronize well, hello. <laughs> if you have any if you have anything of value like to add to this conversation we would love to hear from you you can dm us you can comment below it better be intelligent and if i disagree with you i'm going to delete it i'm joking i never delete anybody but i'm not going to argue with people okay all right because that quantitative argument just leads to nowhere but a rabbit hole i love that Bam. all right yeah. thank you for joining us i'm devo i'm lisa staff see you on the side Welcome to the Mind Body Business Podcast. Have you ever considered your superpower? If you had one gift to leave with humanity, what would that be? We believe that everyone possesses a superpower. This is your value proposition, your je ne sais quoi to help make a tangible difference in the world. Each week, our show explores these superpowers with tantalizing thought seeds germinating only from the power of collective thought. We invite you to join us for one hour each week and listen in as we dispense superpower knowledge from great people doing greater things.